Finding your perfect home was hard, but thanks to Burrow, furnishing it has never been easier. Burrow's easy-to-assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium, durable materials, including stain and scratch-resistant fabrics. So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Burrow order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's 15% off at burrow.com slash ACAST. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. I can make you love me. Not anymore, you're a strong six now. <laughs> I've got big ties towards Liverpool, I've got loads of friends there, but you lot say some mad things. <laughs> Hi, and welcome to The Therapy Crouch with me, Avi Clancy. And me, Peter Crouch. Yeah, so we've had a few um, complaints about how we move on this part. Oh, we're going to now reference the, so the new so, mics. Yeah, so I can't... Obviously, I'm quite expressive with my hands when I, when I talk. As, so am, I was, as am I. As I was wiggling my mic everywhere, but now we've got these mics, which I think is even worse. <laughs> it's... Um, I don't know, like when I've got the mic in my hand, I just flap it down and do this. And I think I think it's better for your listening experience to enjoy this hands-free. <laughs> um, so we're doing it hands-free and it's not better for us. So you better fucking like it. <laughs> <laughs> Can you still hear me over there? Roger that, roger that. Um, how, how's the week been, babe, for you? Oh, I'm exhausted, actually. Yeah. After Mother's Day. Such a lovely Mother's Day, didn't we? <laughs> it all went perfectly, didn't it? Mm-hmm. I just, I really produced this year. Mm. So, yeah, so we've had, we've had a, a nice week. You went to Cheltenham. Mm. I did, yeah. <laughs> I did. He had one, so there's one thing I say, is just text me when you get there and text me when you're on your way home, just so we know he's alive. And it was the only thing he didn't do. Pete. It's difficult because you go, I, I, we, we've got a lovely box there and I arrived and I was incredibly excited. And, you know, you see the the buzz of the crowd and the hall and, and I just got caught up in it all. And then I thought, oh my God, um, I've just arrived, babe. And then it was obviously two hours later. I'd, I'd already watched two races. But it's, <laughs> it's, it's a bit hurtful that it's kind of like out of sight, out of mind. No, and like when you kind like of, like when you're that. away from me, you just go wild. Not at all. Not at all. Excited, not wild. Yeah. So you you were a little you went a little bit uh, race day jack that day, didn't you? <laughs> there's only there's only one day you can be. You know, I don't go to a lot of racing, so I was race day jack. Um, you know, I went Charlie Bananas. We got a helicopter, um, <laughs> and we arrived. And so you can see why I wanted him to text me on arrival and text mm. text me the other uh, on the other end because I was so worried about it. I don't like helicopters, and I was so anxious and worried. And yeah, with hindsight, um, that you know, I feel I feel terrible about that because I should have let you know that I was safe and sound. Luckily, I got the will done before you left. Yeah, so that was fine. <laughs> you didn't tamper no, with any no. blades. Did you? <laughs> no. I knew I'd be sweet one way or another. 
Either way. Probably sweeter. (laughs) (laughs) In lots of ways. Yeah. Okay. All right. So did you win any races? Yeah. I did all loads of homework. We had got loads of people with us who had done their homework. And um, we had lots of things structured and what we were going to bet on. And then uh, none of them came in. um, (laughs) Apart from the one where everyone said, this is a lottery, this one. And I picked because it was called... um, it was at Johnny and its name. Can you not is, remember the name of it? it was my boy Johnny was not it? my boy Johnny. No, um, so it's that, that sentimental term. He can't even remember the name. <laughs> no, I knew Johnny was in it. Johnny was in the. T- I can't remember the name. <laughs> it was uh, yeah. Johnny was in the title and he was my boy. So I'm right. I'm on this and it came in at nine to one. Did it? Yeah. Yeah. So that was that sort of saved the day really. But we had a listen. We had a great day anyway. I love going to Cheltenham. It's a good. It's a great day out, and you know all the boys were very excited, and we had a we had a fun time. I actually got invited to that, by the way. But you just didn't tell me. Not, not in our group. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no one invited you for our group. No, because one I of love the, you. I absolutely one of the you, girls but... that you work with are like, oh, I thought you were going to come to Cheltenham. You know, you're invited, and I was like, was I? I think Ascot's more your vibe, mm. if I'm honest. It's got, it, it, I actually prefer to ride horses than watch them. So I've actually got back in the saddle this week. And I am, del- I've been so happy all week because I used to ride, before I had Sophia, I used to ride every day, five years. And then <clears throat> at the kids, we moved up north so I couldn't go to the stables every day. I used to ride with Tony Terry, actually, right. who's the most incredible rider. Like she's proper pro, isn't she, Pete? Mm. Like she could... Oh, she's just incredible to watch. Um, so, why? Why it's a thing like when you have kids, you become more nervous about riding. Yeah, I just what happened to you. I just think because you think if you if you fell off this horse and broke your arm, you couldn't look after your baby. And I don't know. I was just so scared. Having having been going there every day for five years of my life to nothing. So just stopping. Yeah. But now my um, my little girl and boy have been. Um, doing less horse riding lessons on a weekend and I was just like gagging to get in the saddle. So I actually sat on this pony that they've got and like both feet were touching the ground. It's like poor horse. So I, I, I um, I'm doing my own lessons. That's great. Great. They tried to get me on a horse and um, I've been on four horses in my life and thrown off three times. <laughs> I, I think we've discussed this before, but it's just something about me, I reckon, that they just go, no way is that thing getting on me. <laughs> And they just go fucking mental. Why is this camel trying to get on? <laughs> why, why is a camel trying to get? Why is a why giraffe? Is a giraffe trying to get? We have discussed this. I think we discussed this last we week. We did, yeah. But like I say, you I just want like to reiterate. From the back. I just want to. I just want to reiterate that I will, won't be getting on any any horses anytime soon. But oh. I love going there. It's nice. It's a nice day out. It's not like riding a bike though. No, well, it's and not. And I actually home. felt like age. No, I know it's not a bike. No, but, like, but like a bike's not going to throw you off. That's my thing. Well, you know? a motorbike would. Well, no. you, I've actually been through. Well, no, I've seen someone get thrown off a motorbike. <laughs> yeah, obviously if you could get thrown off a motorbike. Like it's that it's an animal. It's a, it's got a brain. Like a bike hasn't got a brain. You know, like it could if it if it just goes, I'm having a bad day. Get off. Like a bike's not going to do that. That's my only concern with it. Mm. It's a human. It's a, it's a living thing. No, but before, because I was, I was like to the girl, oh my God, I haven't been on the horse for 10 years. And she was like, it's like, like riding a bike. I got on it. It's absolutely not. Obviously, 15 years have passed. My knees don't bend like they used to. 
Like, because I walk with my feet turned out, mm. don't I? Which is mm. a, a horrible thing that I do, and I hate the way I walk. Like, my feet are like... Like a penguin. Tentative. Tentative. <laughs> but me, me, no, they're not on. flat. They're not flat, but the toes just go out. My dad does it as well. And even when I stand there straight, my feet are always turned out. I, I absolutely hate it. So when I'm in a position where I have to keep my toes straight, my knees hurt. So when my feet were in the stirrups and I had to keep my knees straight, it really hurt me. I was like, oh my God. Mm. I'm going to have to, you know, get used to this. You get used to it again, yeah. Have you got any wines this week? Yeah, I have. Have you? Yeah. Surprised at that. Fucking Mother's Day. <laughs> Mother's Day. I've never felt more like a mum my entire life than on Mother's Day. So I got up at six with the kids. Yes to a cup of tea, but... There's two it's sides to this story it's here. It's not the point. You could have at least... Do you want to say your side to the Mother's Day and I'll say mine? Obviously, yeah. I was saying Mother's Day with a hint of irony because I know that I wasn't too pleased with it. No, go on, you do yours first because no, I'm interested in, in in yours. If I do mine, can you not butt into my... Yeah? Yeah. You promised me you're not going to butt in. Is this your wine piece or just general Mother's Day vibes? <laughs> it's my wine. Okay. How can you whine at me I'm on not, Mother's Day? I'm just, I, I'm not whining. I just... Sorry, um, that's not, did you think of your wine when you were lying on the couch half asleep watching the Man U game? <laughs> Is that when you came up with your wine? No, while I was emptying the, the dishwasher for the 14th time. This doesn't feel like you're not batting in. Sorry, I'm just waiting. I'm just, I'm just curious. Would you like to start? Would you like to start no? the wine? You've already started, so you might as well finish. No, go on. Okay. Um, my wine is, when does it end? Like there's no, there's no, um, you don't know the hours of when Mother's Day, is it the entire it day? It ends on the 15th. Uh, what's the date? No, but like, they, you know, they, they, they can't, you can't like be a slave the entire day, you know, like there, there needs to be some sort of, where do you go? Like, obviously I'm up early. I was making cards with the kids at six o'clock. You were obviously still in bed, which I wanted you to be. Yeah, because six. I was waiting in bed for the, the whole rigmarole okay. of the cards and the cup of tea coming up. We made, obviously, a cup of tea. We brought a little cake. Then we, we all made cards. I had all the kids making cards. Obviously, mm -hmm. I, I brought one. We got the flowers. And then we all brought them up. I ordered my like, own flowers. No, I got the flowers. Anyway, so we all come up. We do a nice morning. And then, uh, you know, we come downstairs, don't we? And then... Um, I took the kids out, didn't I? No, you're messing everything up. You, you, wouldn't were... let me, you wouldn't let me cook the dinner. No, because you were actually filming me hoovering. Do you remember that? <laughs> so you are full of shit. Yeah, but I said you shouldn't be hoovering on Mother's Day. So, so instead of taking the hoover off me and going, I'll help you, you just filmed me. I filmed her. Saying, I had this the is... Dyson on full blast. <laughs> and he was like... I feel like, it's ridiculous. I was filming her going, this is not how you should behave on Mother's Day. You know, you should be in bed. And, and then she's like... Tidying around, you were cleaning everywhere. And I, how do I stop that? If if she wants to do that, I can't physically so Chris, drag you away. Mother's Day in our house is like Christmas Day. Like I want the house spotless. Mm. I'm preparing dinner for 15 people for some reason. Um, my brother bailed, who would normally help me with the dinner. So it was really stressful. Because um, he was too busy getting a tattoo of a flying prawn on his arm. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> So um, I had to do everything. And when pe people arrive, I want everywhere to look nice and to be as nice as possible. And that's, I know it's sad to you and you don't understand it, but that makes me happy. No, no, I, I'm, I tried to make her have a lovely day, okay? So then 
I, I came back and... And he was like, I thought you were supposed to be in the spa today anyway. Yeah. But you didn't book it? You suggested it and then didn't book it? Yeah, but you were, you were all... You, I thought you had that in hand. No, because by the time I tried to book it, it was fully booked. You should have been in the spa. And it's fine. I enjoy. I enjoy. I enjoy making every day. other mother at the table feel appreciated. Oh no! Every other mother. No, but My you, own you made a Harris. lovely dinner, right? But I was. Help, I was trying to help you. I was trying to help loads, and I took the kids out so you could do it. And then I came back, and then obviously I sat on the couch. We'd had dinner. We had a lovely dinner. Obviously, I cleared it away as well. <laughs> I did. I did. You brought your own plate over. That's not helping, babes. I was in the fucking loft getting candles out and everything. To I the got the candles out of the loft, actually. No, you didn't. I did. And what I'm well, saying I told is, you it's, like, it's like all day it was like, and then the match was on and it was a really good match. And the, all the boys who were there wanted to watch the match. So we sat down and watched the match. But every time you came over and said, oh, this is how it's going to go. It's not on Mother's Day. What, there's three matches on Mother's Day, right? I've shown, I, I, I didn't watch any apart from one. <laughs> uh, sorry, can I just re- can I just rewind there? So, um, whilst I made him as full English on Mother's Day morning, he was watching Match of the Day, and I've got video evidence of this. Do you remember but, that? But I, this is where I'm saying is that where does it end? Are you not allowed to watch any football on Mother's Day? Do you you're think just, you're not allowed to do anything that makes you happy? But why? On my why day? I watch so many men at the football and watching football. <laughs> Why are well, they, they allowed? They're single. Why are they allowed they to do They must all be single. They all must have no kids or mums. Single orphans. They're all orphans. <laughs> They're all single orphans. I, I, I know I'm just going to throw this out there as well. This is something... Single orphans. <laughs> single orphans. <laughs> all them single orphans hang around football matches oh. on Mother's Day. I'm going to throw this out there. You're not going to like this either, but you are also not my mum. I know, but... And it's a harsh, as harsh as that sounds. I, you know, the kid's fucked up, not me. <laughs> but I'm a mum because of you. So you should, you should thank, we, be thankful for I, that. Listen, we are, I am joking about it. fine next year, go I, hang around with all the single orphans. I appreciate, <laughs> I appreciate you, so, like, I genuinely mean this. I really, really appreciate you, everything you do for us. And, and Rosie Huntington got a Jessica McCormack box. She must be amazing to her husband. <laughs> she must be amazing. So it's, so... Okay, so you're basically saying I'm not good to you, so you that's why I don't me. get a good Mother's Day. No, I'm joking. You, you, you're incredible for me and our family and the kids, and we, do, we don't even deserve you, and I mean that. <laughs> he was like, when I was cooking the dinner, he went, oh, said we should have just got a chef in for this. Shouldn't be doing all of this on Mother's Day. Whilst I was head to toe in, bloody carrot and turnip. <laughs> <laughs> stuffed by the time I had my own dinner because I've been like <laughs> testing it the whole day. I'm just didn't not a very it. good didn't chef. Enjoy, I just don't enjoy my own food. I enjoyed it. It was lovely. Honestly, I think that's the best meal you've ever made. I know, it was sad actually. It was beautiful. No, I'm joking. I actually I actually enjoy hosting. I absolutely love it. I, I love that our, our house is the go-to hub for our whole family mm. and friends and I love having people over and having nice food and a few drinks and like all the kids were playing it was it great it was such a lovely day mm. it really was and exhausting I'm gonna then. do I'm gonna do like lessons or something and roast dinnering 
A roast is one of the easiest things. You, can you tell the time? Why don't I make it with you tell next time? You know, next time, Sunday. <laughs> I can tell the time. Well, yeah. that's all you need to do with a roast dinner because it's all about literally everything just goes in the oven. Timings. And it's just about the timings. Okay. That's why I was like, Pete, what's 45 times three? Yes, yeah, so I was good at that. I was involved in that. Um, okay, well, next, let me make one, right? Next Sunday, I'm going to do a roast. We'll see how we oh, get on. You're I just not... don't know if it's worth it. You, why? Because of the mess. If you don't let me express myself, then you can't have a go at me for, for not, for not making it. <laughs> mm. You're holding me back. <laughs> okay. Right, Dave. I've got a few audience wines here as well, and I do like these as well because I think it relates to us as well. Right, my partner uh, takes the last and often best bite of food when we go out eating together or makes me order something that you don't really want so you can share. Mm. <laughs> Does this relate Standard. to me and you? It's, that's just part of life, isn't it? What? In a well, relationship? Like, unreal. Like, she'll, she'll try and order for me. <laughs> And like, because does, she wants the taste of both meals. But it does, we both do it to each other. We, you did it to me the other day when it was pizza and pasta. I have, I've done it a couple of times, but you've done it throughout. No, what I do, which really annoys him, say if we're going to like McDonald's drive-thru or something and I'm like, oh, I don't want, don't want anything. Yeah. Oh, that is nothing <laughs> worse. Nothing and worse. And then eat I three quarters of the Big Mac <laughs> myself. Oh, <laughs> uh, she goes, no, I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not, no way I'm eating this. I'm and on then, a diet. I'm on a diet or whatever. And I'll go, okay, I'm going to get a burger, but you you can't have any of it. <laughs> and she goes, that's fine. That's totally fine. And then we get in and straight away, you have the first three bites. <laughs> Not even the last ones. I know. It is annoying on both. It's annoying on both <laughs> parts, but I just think Absolute that's something shocker. that can't be ever be helped or changed. I think it can. I think can, yeah. No, because I don't want a whole one. I just want, I just want half. Uh, yeah, but I want a whole one. You should order two then. No, but you should order one just in ca and then have a few bites. No, because then I'll eat the whole thing. And when I don't want to eat it, I've got no willpower when it comes to food. That's poor, that. It's not good, that. It's, but it's not going to change now, is yeah, it? But some, <laughs> when, when you go for a meal, sometimes you want a little... The thought of having like... There's nothing worse than food envy. It's mm. like the worst. That's why I like getting like a, f a few starters. Every, everyone who knows me, right, knows that I'm a soup connoisseur, right? I adore a soup. <laughs> it's ridiculous what I do. Like, I'll have it everywhere. Wherever I go, I'll have a soup to start with some bread. And I'm a big fan of it. Mm. But, you, you know, the worst, obviously the first little taste of roasting hot soup is, is spectacular. But the moment it cut, it lands on my, on my table, <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> and I'm sitting there going, oh, this looks so nice. It looks so lovely. And you, and you, no, you do like five, it's, six. It's the worst when you're... Um... And, and you're, you butter bread and dip it in. So I've only got like two bits of bread and like one of them's gone straight away. <laughs> that's what to say. It's the bread eating that's the worst. You don't mind if someone takes a little spoonful of your soup. But once they start taking your bread and butter to go with it, you're like... But, but also, I feel like I feel like the swiping of of the soup is 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 a bit much. Like if you lean over, if you lean over, and so I still got it. I know it's still mine. It's in front of me, and you just go. I have a little bit, of and I go. That's fine. Yeah, no problem. I don't take the piss, but you know, but like this, the whole fact, the fact that it's gone over to your side, and you've got like some chicken it's wings. When the and kids a, do it like that, soup. 
No, the kids are the worst because if you ask them, can you have a bit of their food, they'll always say no. Mm. And they'll have like a whole pizza or a whole pasta or what, whatever the dish is. And then I'm like, you're not going to eat all that? So just let me have a taste while it's nice and hot. And then when they let you have it, it's like freezing cold. <laughs> That's the worst. Or, or the fact where like every time I make a meal for the kids, they're like, I don't like that. I don't want that. And then, and then we'll make it dinner and then for we'll ourselves. Make it for us, and they'll sit on my knee and eat my whole dinner, <laughs> and it drives me insane. I'm like, if I made you this, you would never. It's the snacks. Like they'll they'll be in the playroom, like playing, and I think, well, I've got a window of opportunity where I can have a packet of crisps or a little slice of chocolate, and I'll go in there. Slice of chocolate. And it's the it's the it's the <laughs> moment I open the cupboard. I've got f like four. Little creatures peeking at me, you know, those eight eyes it's going. Like, what what's what are you doing, Dad? And I'll go fuck off. It's <laughs> I just like want that, a bag um... of crisps. I want some hula hoops on my own. And then you got all the little hands going in. Piss off. I know it drives me mad. It's they literally take everything, don't they? Oh, it's constant. Isn't it? Constant, constant. God. So I get I get you on that one. I've got one more wine here. This is a good one as well. <laughs> This one's about making a lot of noise when one of the people is getting uh, up for work early, slamming doors, singing in the shower when you don't need to be up for another hour. Mm. I, I don't do that, and neither do you. No, I, I'm like a mouse. You're, you're, you're quite loud, but I'm often up before you. Yeah, but you are, if I have to go to work earlier than you... Then the light's on, the hairdryer's on, <laughs> um, the makeup's... Yeah, like, it's a full-on, like... It's broad daylight in the whole room. Yeah, but that's and what I the mean. Like, because on. you just get out, you just get dressed and walk out. You don't even look in the mirror. Whereas I, I get dressed <clears> in the dark. <throat> you know, clearly, <laughs> clearly. <laughs> Do you know the other thing? Like, just while we're on this subject, is that hairdryer, right? You drag it over to where the mirror is. So I literally first thing in the morning have to high jump a wire. To get to get anywhere near my clothes, I either I either have to limbo the wire or or jump over it. I know, and I have to go back and forth. Like it's so annoying. It's like the Crimson <clears throat> Factor. Get ready in the morning. It's like Takeshi's Castle. No, <laughs> and I'm thinking, if I if I catch it, it's like it's not the high jumpers. At least they just they land onto a mat and the bar falls off. With me, it's certain death. <laughs> It's like the, I'm thinking the the tongs might burn you alive, or they could get wrapped round something. Or mm. unless if I don't get that jump right in the morning, it, well, all this, hell could break loose. This goes back to like building up when we built our own house. We did naturally make an area to put to do our hair and makeup, which is ridiculous. The the, the plug should be on that side. Should should why is, is it down there? There is one on that side, but it's behind the drawer. And if I I can't. I don't want it at left out on the worktop. Do you know what else is behind this drawer or mirror as it is now? The heating in the bedroom. <laughs> so it's um, because no one can get anywhere near it, right? It's, it's like Narnia, absolutely go to bed. freezing in there now. No one can go anywhere near it because it's behind a mirror. <laughs> so not only am I pole vaulting over a wire, I'm also freezing because <laughs> I can't get to the Just heating. Just use those tongs to warm your hands on it. Literally going near the tongs to like warm my whole my hands. I know it, it is frostbite. a poor design. Okay, so I, I think that that concludes the wines. Really, I enjoyed that. I think we got a lot off our chest. I'm going to be better Mother's Day because you deserve it. Um, I, I'm going to make the roast. I'm not going to watch any football. 
It's not about you watching <sighs> football or not doing anything. It's just, it's just annoying that mums have one day a year. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> what? Are you joking? No. How many days are there now? It's a joke. Every like anniversaries are for the are for you. The Valentine's for you. For me Mo- or for women in women general? Women in general. Mother's Day. You know, there's there's the International Women's Day. I saw you know recently. There's a lot of days out there. What I'm saying is, I, I think I do make a fuss of you, and I think it's sometimes. There's a lot. You say to me, I have one day a year, but there's a lot of days. Yeah, but as a woman, you do joke and go, oh, God, men are so useless. They don't do this, they don't do that. It, w- it would be nice to just pull the stops out the bag. You, and it doesn't have to like, be materialistic things at all. Are you it telling me I haven't pulled the stops out recently, like with lots of things that I've done? For Mother's Day? No, not, for, well, not necessarily for Mother's I'm Day. I'm only talking about Mother's Day. Okay. I'm not talking about life. I'm talking about Mother's Day. Because I'm, I've had four kids as well, by the way. So it needs to be four times better than usual. Wind off our chest. <laughs> talked about high maintenance, didn't we, in the last <laughs> on the last podcast? No, it's not that. That's that's exactly what I'm trying to say. It's not like a high maintenance thing. It'd just be nice to be appreciated and recognised. You and, are appreciated. Like I tell you then, every day, I appreciated you are. Totally appreciate you. Right, well, babe. Um, I don't know. I got a bit hairy. I, I hope. You know I appreciate you, and no, because it's it's it like I'm being serious now. Joking aside, it's not nice to be called high maintenance because you just want a little bit of a surprise. Okay, just saying. I'll bear that in mind. I'm not cheersing to this unless this is resolved. I don't feel like it is. <laughs> no, genuinely, because the whole point of the weekly wine, I've been getting loads of listeners, um, messaging me, on um. Instagram and our website about how this weekly wine club has really helped them. Like they sit down and talk about the problems with a little glass of wine. It's over and done with. But if it's not over and done with, it's completely pointless. Well, let's wait and see kind of what the reaction is here. Like, I'm sure there'll be lots of women messaging in saying, my husband was useless, this and that. And, you know, but I'd like it's to hear It's not a from- men hating podcast, this, by the way. No, but I'd like to hear from lots of men listen to it as well. I'd like to hear their point of view. You know, is it acceptable to be able to watch the football? You know, where do you go? Do you have to make the dinner? You know, what are the rules and boundaries? Okay, should we move on from Mother's Day? Let's move on, yeah. Cheers. So do you know what you need to do? Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online you'll experience the all-new Cerebral Way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Finding your perfect home was hard, but thanks to Burrow, furnishing it has never been easier. 
Burrow's easy-to-assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium, durable materials, including stain and scratch-resistant fabrics. So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Burrow order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's 15% off at burrow.com slash ACAST. Chop my balls off. <laughs> Put them in your pants. And uh, uh, <laughs> hand them to you on a platter. A little bit of brie. <laughs> Since doing this podcast, getting loads of people messaging saying Pete sounds scouse. Mm-hmm. It's because I'm hanging around with you lot so much. But when I first met you, you had a Brummy accent. Oh, it's adaptable. I've moved around so many places. South Coast, London. Um, not South I've gr- Coast, he's, he's the West I, I grew up in London, right? West London. And I don't know what... Yeah, there's certain things that, like, words that you say... Mm. Um, that I laughed at first that now I say <laughs> and we're getting into that mm. on this podcast today with you know discussing I, I mean I I love Liverpool as a city mm. absolutely love it I like the people are so friendly they were so welcoming towards me your family's been incredibly welcoming towards me and obviously you you know I love you so I've got big ties towards Liverpool got loads of friends there but you lot say some mad things <laughs> <laughs> so um People down south think I'm incomprehensible. But in, in Liverpool, they think I'm so posh now. Yeah, you're considered quite posh up there. Yeah, because there are different, there are various levels of strengths of the Scouse yeah, accent. Yeah, I mean, but I, if you're north end or south end, the accent does differ. Yeah, no, I, I think there's there's definitely the like bigger strength of the Scouse accent, without doubt. Um you don't sound it. I don't hear it on you at all now. But people then come up to us and go like, oh my God, like, mm. you're really scouse. But you're not mm. in this scheme of things. My dad's so scouse, isn't he? Mm. And my dad's friends. But I just want to, I wanted to drill down on a few of the words, if you don't mind. Yeah. Because when I first went up to Liverpool, I saw, you know, some things that I thought, that doesn't happen anywhere else. What do you mean? Like what? Well, when I was driving to, to Melwood one day and I remember seeing on a Saturday before a game that like women in rollers. Hair rollers. Hair rollers, like walking down the road. Mm. I don't I, I don't think, I don't know. Do you, I, don't, I have not seen, yeah, from, but the, from the South, I hadn't seen that before. Yeah, because there, 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 there are a lot of differences. Different, <laughs> there are a lot of differences between like North, Northern and Southern girls, I think. Because I remember years ago, like, in the early 90s when my mum went for a night out in London and she said she had these incredible suede pointy stilettos on with all like diamonds up the back and she had a big maxi dress onto the floor and all the girls were in like jeans and t-shirts and that's fine it's like different styles but for for Liverpool girls they are renowned for being done up to death at all times and take a lot of pride in the way they look and they live to go out of a weekend See, I mm. think I'm definitely more southern in that aspect now because I'm like literally like a tramp every day. <laughs> like gym stuff on jeans, I'm a lot more relaxed. But in Liverpool... That doesn't get, happen. No. <clears throat> you get done up. It's, it's like any kind of meal or... Every, but I quite... I yeah, like Everything that. is an occasion. Which is great, I think. And they spend the whole day getting ready. So you'll get your hair done, you'll get your curly blow in the morning. The rollers are in all day. And, and you take them out the second before you're going out at night. 
you know, that is just I a think thing. That's insane. It's but they're, they're absolutely gorgeous. But they the girls look great. They look great. Yeah, and on Island is similar too. to that as well. Like I think it's a northern thing in general, actually. In Newcastle. As Newcastle. Well. Scotland. Yeah, there's a couple of words. Like <clears throat> there's a few things that you you say that aren't correct. <laughs> like lolly ice. <laughs> I can't, I can't get on board with that. I love, I love some of the Scouse phrases. I love them; they're amazing. But lolly ice is something that should never be said. You do say it though. I don't. I've never said that ever. So what do you say? It's an iced lolly. So it's not an iced, iced lolly. Do you say ice? It's not a lolly ice, is it? No, but it's not an iced lolly. It's ice lolly. An ice lolly, yeah. Ice but lolly. but what I'm saying is, it's an iced lolly, right? It's not a lolly iced. <laughs> so it's an ice lolly. It's not a lolly ice. <laughs> Mm. I know, but it just rolls off the tongue better, so doesn't it? Lolly ice. I can't believe you say lolly ice, and the kids are saying it. And I said, <laughs> I had to correct them. I said, it's not lolly ice, you know. <laughs> Can I have a lolly ice? And they ice? said, well, it is, Dad. I said, no, you've just been around your mum too much. <laughs> <laughs> but they are half scouts. You're actually northern yourself. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. Pete know. was born in Macclesfield, oh, so you could have been saying lolly ice. <laughs> Would that make me a wall? Yeah. Yeah. Big what, time. what? What do they say in Macclesfield for lolly ice? They'd say, I bet they say ice pole. They say ice, not ice pole. They'll say, do you want an ice pole? <laughs> an ice pole. What is the accent there? It's it's just a normal accent. Manchester? Yeah, it's like they're in Manchester. Yeah. So uh, the Manchester people would say, can I have an ice pole? An ice pole. Ice no one's lolly. ever said ice pole. Ice if you lolly. say ice pole, you, you, that's, You'd say you're, ice you're an <laughs> It's uh, It's not a lolly ice. It never will be. It's not only in Liverpool is it lolly ice. I, I could not believe it. Would you call it an I... ice cream a lolly ice or just a lolly ice a lolly ice? No, lolly ice. An ice cream is an ice cream. What mm. would you call an ice cream? An ice cream. Cream ice. Cream ice. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's I say chalk ice. Do you say so chalk ice? Yeah, chalk ice. So there we go. That pr pr point proven. Yeah, but that, a chalk ice is, is branded a chalk ice. A lolly ice has never been a lolly ice. No one's ever called it that, apart from people in Liverpool. Lolly ice. Well, while we're while we're on phrases, right? A wool, right? Okay, woolly back. So I I, I don't know how derogatory this is. So if you You're are a wolf, if you basically. are a wool, I'm not a wool. <laughs> but if you are a wool, I apologise. But a wool to me is someone who's pretending to be a scouser who's on the outskirts, like St Helens or something like that. Is that correct? So basically, Liverpool's its own entity and it's its own space. So anyone who's basically not from Liverpool is a wool. But it's mainly directed at people from the Wirral. On the outskirts. On the of outskirts of Liverpool trying to get into us. Not true Scousers. Is what not true Scousers. But I've got loads of wool friends. Yeah. The origin of the, the term woolly back comes from like, you know, all the trading that went on in the port and when people used to carry the wool and bales on the back and have like a little bit of wool left on them they were called woolly backs so maybe you they're coming into the into liverpool from a place where they're carrying bales of hay well. into liverpool <laughs> so so they've literally got a woolly back yeah but me. it wasn't hay they were carrying it's wool oh it's wool sorry <laughs> hay back. oh it's such a hay in. <laughs> sorry wool that's what i meant not hey. Oh. Do you know the one that gets me right is the one in your phone, where you go through and anyone who's in your family is under R John, R Ross, R Fran. 
Yeah. Right. So I know you say it like it's like our oh, it's our family, so it'd be our. But in your phone, if you go into it, every, anyone in your family is under the letter R. Yeah. For our Fran, our John, our Ross. Mm. What? What? Explain I, that. I don't know. I think it's just because family is a lot of people in Liverpool, and like I grew up with all my cousins, aunties, uncles, nan around me on a daily basis. And, you know, it's very inclusive in that way. And I just think you're always like, oh, our Fran, our Ross, our... Like, I think it's nice. I'm not, I, like, I, I think it's nice. Because even even you, oh, people say, like, mum said, or dad said, dad wants us to go out why do Why do that accent? <laughs> why do you have to do that accent? I don't know. Dad said, look me up around 7.30 tonight. But I would, <laughs> nev- I I would never say that. Why am I posh now? You're not posh. D- yeah, but the way you're just... saying it, you're going like, Dad said. Uh, dad, dad said. Dad thought it was, uh, Dad thought um, that film was hilarious. I, I would what never say that? dad or mum. I'd say me mum yeah. or me dad. So it's 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 kind of, I don't know, it's but making what... everything yours and like you're yeah. one unit also, but maybe. I, th- I think it's like, it's different to what you do in any other walk of life. So you are like, Scouses are famous for shortening absolutely everything. My name is Peter, right? <laughs> I thought Pete was short enough, but it's not. It, your dad calls me P. <laughs> mm. right, so Ian, anyway, the, e, short, e, the shortest Ian. name in the, in the dictionary, really. E. E. Yeah, A-E. E, P, you know, everything's you. like even shorter. So that doesn't make any sense. Like when it's R. Fran, to be our Fran, you now lengthening words. Yeah. Just contradictory. No, because it's just when you're talking about someone who's who you love, I, I guess. Yeah. Okay. That makes good sense. Yeah. Someone that you love is so our. I've never heard you say, oh, my mum called. I would say to you, my mum's just called. No, you wouldn't. You would. say mum. Mum's just called. I wouldn't say that. Dad, dad's just been on the blower. Dad's just been on the blower. Dad's just been on the dog and bone. <laughs> Mum's just ran up the apples and pears. <laughs> Literally. I hate it when people just say mum. Oh, mum said. That's... Has to be me mum. Me, me dad. No, me, if I said... Me mum's just called. You go, he's gone. Me he's mum's just called me, and Me mum's just called. Ah, Sarah's. Ah, Sarah's. Or something, whatever. Yeah, you don't but, say ah, Sarah. No, of course you're not. I'd say my mum's. My mother's just called me. I'd say, look, I, this is what I would say. No jokes. I would say, my mum's just called. Mama. What's wrong with that? My mum. Mama. My mum's just called. I don't even like the use of my. It's got to be me, hasn't it? Yeah. Mama. Me. My mum's just called. <laughs> me mum. Me, me, mama, mama. Ah, oh, oh, Sarah's. I'll just say, Sarah's called. Yeah, but then you're like, oh, Sarah, Sarah, who? Yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, oh, Sarah. Sarah. Yeah, yeah. It's not like oh, it's Sarah, Sarah down the road or Sarah I work with. Yeah, okay, yeah. All right. Yeah, you say, oh, yeah, okay, okay, that makes sense. Well done. Well done. I've got some belters here. I don't know if you want me to read them out. Yeah, I do. One that you say a lot, Antwacky. Antwacky. I want to know if Antwacky was an actual person. So basically... It's not... <laughs> Sorry. Have you seen how it's spelled? Yeah. Well, it's not Antwacky, is it? <laughs> no, but it... I know that. I'm not completely fucking stupid. I'm not completely stupid. I was just... <laughs> no, but where it's derived from... I was wondering if there was a, a, a woman called Anne Twacky. 
It feels like it feels like it's, that's an olden day word, I would say. So oh untwacky God. is what <clears throat> Scousers use to describe someone who's old fashioned mm. or has got no style mm-hmm. or a bit outdated. Mm-hmm. So yeah. when I first met Peter, I was, and I everyone was like, it. do you like you him? It. And I was like, yeah. But Listen, I was bit... untwacky, were you? An untwacky wool. <laughs> <laughs> he's nice, so he's a bit untwacky. <laughs> would you, you wouldn't class me as untwacky, surely. I'm not untwacky, am I? <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> not, not anymore. You're a strong six now. <laughs> Antwacky. It is a good word, but what? It's a strange word, isn't it? Reminds it reminds me of like a vintage. I wonder where. It, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like vintage. It's old. Yeah, look. Northern English, it's wrote in. Antwacky. North, informal Northern English. <laughs> <laughs> like the rest of the words Scouse, in the Scouse, basically. Scouse dictionary. Uh, old fashioned, out of date. Out of date. Where does it come from? The origin antwack is used to refer to something or someone who is old-fashioned or out of date. Its origin is le- linked to the word antique. And in all probability, the word came about pronouncing the word antique incorrectly, as most Scousers do. <laughs> Shut up. Because <laughs> no, when Pete asked me, like, um, what does antwacky mean? And I was like, it's like out of date, old-fashioned. And then he was like, going in the fridge. <laughs> Babe, is this meat and twacky? <laughs> I never said that. There's no way. Oh, you did once. Oh, oh, like that's not how you use meat and twacky. He's like, Babe, is this steak and twacky? <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? Down with the scouse's blood. <laughs> My favourite scouse words, trying to. But it's a form of. It's like Cockney. Like there's a lot of words in like Cockney. Mm. That are similar, like shortened or, you know, Cockney rhyming slang. There's a lot of slang involved, isn't there? But how no one takes the piss out of them? Yeah, they do. Do they? Well, they don't sound as funny, do they? <laughs> I, do you know what? I love the Scouse accent and I miss it. Like every time I hear it, I do love it. No, I listen. I I love it, and I think it's that it's very, I, very Irish well. and Geordie and my and Scottish actually are my favourite accents. What? I'm just thinking of you doing my accent. It's hilarious. <laughs> you because you haven't gone. Just don't go. I can't believe the levels of disrespect. <laughs> the level but of disrespect is. is phenomenal. Even Sophia does. All the kids do it as well. It's just droney. But I suppose like if a if a giraffe droney. if a giraffe spoke, that'd be the voice. It wouldn't be. It wouldn't be a quick, like, if a monkey could talk, it'd be, like, quick and probably scouse. But a giraffe wouldn't have, like, a quick animated accent. It'd be quite like that, wouldn't it? It's the gormless face as well, isn't it? It's like, it's the gormlessness of the face I think I'm finding offensive. But you don't do it when you're punting. So it's only me who has to suffer with it. (laughs) Like when you're on telly, you're a real suffer. When, what, when you, what, what are you when you're going, ah, oh, Fran, and up the Aussie and we're going twacky. What about who's I'm the one suffering? It's so funny because when before our kids start school, they're so scouse because they're with me, like in in the house of the day, and I'm speaking to them all day. Remember when like Sophia used to be in the high chair and be like, I'm stuck, I'm stuck. <laughs> yeah, she did. Yeah. <laughs> she want to get out, be like, I'm stuck. And Jack says me now, doesn't he? He's got my. He's got me car. He's got, got me dinosaur. Yeah. yeah, it's good. And then they kind of go to their posh Surrey school and it gets walloped out of them. 
Yeah, when I, when I used to go to like Melwood and stuff, you see the kids outside, like if you'd scored on the weekend, you'd do a few autographs and it was like, oh, go ahead, Crouchy, lad. They'd be like, you're boss, you Crouchy. They'd boss, boss that last. Like, boss and go ahead is Do it properly, because you can do it. Your Scouse accent, you are good at it. Um, oh, it's been a while, though. I don't know, I feel under pressure now. Don't be under pressure. Come on, oh, you your can eyebrows twitching. You can do this. Your eyebrows just been twitching. Is it? It's nerves. <laughs> <laughs> Is that because you're in the room with three scousers? Uh, yeah, yeah. I feel under pressure. Go on, do it. What do you want me to say? Anything. Um. Just say, babe. Do you want me to book you into a spa next Mother's Day and cook all the dinner for you when you get home? Babe, do you want to book me into the spa next week? <laughs> <laughs> Shall I book you in the spa next week? <laughs> Fucking hell. Fuck's sake, lad. We don't all swear, you know. You do. Swear a lot. Oh, no, I do. No fucking doubt. Fucking hell. But there are stronger accents than mine. What does it mean to you, like, the place? Liverpool? Yeah. The thing I love most about Liverpool is, like, the sense of community. You know, for me, growing up, I was always surrounded by family, aunties, uncles, cousins, and it was like a weekly thing. Like, everyone would always get together. Actually, most nights after school, you'd be going around to each other's house having tea, and then together on the weekends. It's like, I think it's quite unusual in that sense. I, I found when I signed for the club, for, for Liverpool, um, it was like, if you're, if you're in... You're in. You're in. And, and and if anyone and if you're out, you're out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, literally like that. And I think when you are in, it, it's such a sense of like power. Like you feel like you're every just well looked after all the time. Like when I didn't score for ages in that moment, I felt the whole love from the city. You know, like it was like everyone else was having a go at me, but it was like I had so many people behind me. You had the me scouse having, army having, behind you, having my back. Yeah, and it did feel like that. And I don't feel like I've ever come out of that. I felt like I feel like almost like an adopted scouser. Like I feel like whenever I go back there, um, people are so friendly to me and like will always look after me. And you know, I often go out with your dad for a beer and stuff like that, and everyone's just so welcoming. And it's like you know, come in here or we look after you. And it, and they're just all looking, looking, and it feels like I'm getting looked after all the time. And I, yeah. you don't have that anywhere else, mm. which is an amazing quality to have. And considering it's such a small place as well. You know, there's so many amazing things to come out of it. Like, obviously, you've got Liverpool and Everton Football Club. You've got the Beatles. So many incredible musicians over the years. So much talent. You know, it is it is an amazing place. But for me, what really stands out is that kind of, as you say, I think Scousers, like, have each other's back. Like, when, when, you're, in, when you're in, you're in. Yeah, well, that, that, that's something that resonates with me. And like I say, whenever I go back, I feel like I'm... Um, you know, that's almost like a part of me now. And, you know, mm. I spent a few years there at the club. And when you realise the size of the of the football club as well and, and the size of the sort of, like, the amount of passion for their football, it's like when I came from, I signed from Southampton and I could walk around Southampton and obviously people that know football know who you are and things like that. But then when you go to Liverpool, it's like everyone is just So do, do you notice that? Like, because obviously you've played for... Tottenham, mm. Norwich, yeah. Aston Villa. Well done, babe. That's three. You did well. Um, Burnley. Burnley. So would you say Liverpool stands out to being quite unusual in that way? Like, Yeah, I just think because um, it's like grandmas or 
for five-year-olds. Um, a mums. You know, women, children, men, whoever you are, everyone knows about football. It's a football-obsessed city. Um, and, you know, everyone has someone in the family that goes to the game. They are incredibly passionate about it. And rightly so, because the club is are so successful, or have been so successful over the years. It's one of the best teams in the world, well, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, without doubt. You know, one of the biggest Liverpool, clubs Liverpool, that is not Evan, yeah, by the way. Liverpool are not as well. <laughs> <laughs> Says the, says the blue nose over there. <laughs> Toffee muncher. <laughs> Is that what they get called? Well, they do now. Yeah. <laughs> I thought they were sort of to do with Everton and to Toffees. Yeah, they're good. They're Toffees, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah it was good, man. Toffee muncher. Toffee we'll muncher. Go with that. <laughs> but I think what, um, what stands out is everything is based on sense of humour. Like, everyone takes the pee out of each other. There's like fast wit and humour in Liverpool. Like everyone's like a comedian, I think. Yeah, yeah I've got to get into sort of like the, the chippies or, chi you know, I would call them the fish and chip shop. Yeah, because that's all you can get in London, fish or chips. You don't even get a pot of curry. No, you can get curry sauce. You wouldn't get... Not, an, not in everyone, no, you, you can't, you Pete. Get, you wouldn't get gravy. Oh, but that's gravy. That, is that more oh. a Manchester thing or is that dapping in Liverpool? Curry well, chip balm. Oh my God, they were the The word balm is mad as well. The bomb hell, cake? That was a bomb. That's the thing you put on your lips to like keep them from drying. <laughs> Something you put on your itchy ass. <laughs> bomb. <laughs> bomb. <laughs> Soothing bomb. No, um, Something you put chips in. Ass bomb. No, <laughs> it is curry chip bomb. Oh, but bomb? you have to have loads of butter. Also, bomb cake. It's not a cake and it's not a bomb. A bomb is like, it, for anyone who doesn't know, it's just like a kind of a bap. It's, it's not a roll. It's like, a roll. You'd it's like say I'd bacon say a bacon roll. roll and you would say a bacon bap or, or balm. I wouldn't say bap. Bacon butty, I'd say. Eat butty as well, yeah. That's not... That's Sausage not, butty. Ugh. That's not correct. And we've got scouse. Oh, I'm a big fan of that. It's a stew, what, where I'm from, I think. You've just hot pot. A, like a stew. You call it, call it a hot pot up in Lancashire where you're from. <laughs> Not, listen, I was born in Macclesfield, you know, and my, I think no, my gran a, or my mum would say not hot wrong pot. With that. I think they would say hot pot, but I I, grew, I moved very quickly and came down south. Yeah. And now I would call it a stew, but like. But you don't call it stew; you call it scouse now. Yeah, because you say I'm making scouse, so I obviously, you mm. know, I have to dumb down a bit, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> Careful, Pete. Careful, Pete. Next time you're walking through Lark Lane, are we getting you know kicked in? <laughs> Don't dish our local cuisine. Uh, Scouse is unreal, and the way you make it is amazing. Like those dumplings, the you know braising steak in it, carrots, yep. awesome. Well, listen, I I love the fact you're from Liverpool. I love the fact you're proud of from being from Liverpool, and I feel proud that I've been associated to Liverpool. Um, and I know we don't live there anymore, but I want our kids to be involved in it because it's a big part of your life. It's a big part of my life. Mm. And I want them to feel you know, part of that as well. Yeah. So we'll, we will always go back. And, and, and listen, the, the terms are hilarious, some of them. And the ways are different yeah. to lots of places, but that's what make, makes it special. Mm. Should we get into the uh, some of the listener questions? Yeah. Agony Ab. Agony Ab, baby. So, Oh, Agony Ab, she needs your help. Okay. Dear Agony Ab, I need your help. So I might be one of your older listeners and I've been single for 20 plus years. I've lost my confidence a bit when it comes to love. 
But I'm over being alone and I'm watching everyone floating through life, all loved up while I'm sat on the sidelines watching. Since I left my husband, I was well and truly off men. And until now, I have completely neglected the way I look, making this entire situation even more difficult. You are so beautiful and I love your style. What are the top things you would suggest for me to get myself ready and put myself back out there again? Pete, if there is anything you think I should be doing, please let me know. Well, I think anyone going through a breakup, you know, it's heartbreaking and you would naturally lose your confidence. You know, I don't know what, what under what circumstances he broke up, but that would leave anyone feeling low in the self, self-esteem and, you know, neglecting themselves in that way, I think. I, I think a lot to do this is is confidence. Like, so how do you get your confidence back, right? Is, and I think that is by getting out there. I don't know your circumstances, but I think, um, like, exercise yeah. It, it, mentally and physically, yeah. you feel better. And if you feel better, you become more confident. Yeah. And if you become more confident, become more attractive. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, there will be someone out there, someone for everyone, right? So, and if she's, um, you know, doing stuff and feeling better about herself, then when she puts on an outfit to go out on the town, she feels better about herself. And I think that attracts other people. Um, and, you know, it, it might take take time, but... I think get yourself right before you start thinking about anyone else because once you yeah. feel good about yourself, then... You'll that, attract it. It all comes. Well, for me, if I want to, like, boost my confidence, it's all about feeling good for yourself. It's not for anyone else. What I like to do is I do like to go to the gym or do things for myself, like, you know, I've just started horse riding. That's given me a real boost. You know, it's a mm. passion of mine and I've got back into it and already I feel like my mood's uplifted so exercise, you know, again, that can be a really tricky thing to get back into. But once you start, you can't stop. You get into it, yeah, you, you get do. into it and, you know, all the endorphins are flushing through your body, oxygen, you just feel alive, you have more energy. And then naturally you don't want to eat rubbish because you're like, I feel good, I don't want to put anything bad in my body. Then you start looking better. Then you go, oh, I'm going to buy myself a nice outfit, feel good. And it's just a, a snowball effect. Mm. That's how I would approach it. Right, I got another one here. Hey, Abby and Peter. So my mum's been single what feels like forever now and every relationship in um, whilst I was growing up was very short-lived and turned out to be a bit of a disappointment. But at last, she's met a nice man. They've been dating for a few months and decided to move in together. So far, so good. His son has just moved back from America and we all went to his welcome home party. It turns out that the son is the fittest human on earth um, and he's also a great crack. My mum and his dad stayed for a bit, but left around 11. He oh, invited God. me to stay, which <gasps> I ended up doing. And one thing led doing to another. Him? And let's just say the bonk beats were on full blast. <laughs> <laughs> We've continued to keep it going, but I now fear this may be turning into something more serious. It feels very wrong that we're sneaking around, but he's also my brother from another mother. Sorry, what? this isn't Jeremy Kyle's podcast, you guys. <laughs> Just FYI. What should I do? Rachel, she's only 20. She's above Belfast. Well, they're technically not related. Can I just keep it going for a little bit while longer and then just see sort of like when it becomes serious, that's when you need to broach the situation. Well, it's not going to be that serious at age 20, is it? Wait, what is she saying it, it might, it's becoming a bit serious now? Maybe. For her. <laughs> <laughs> um... <clears throat> You know, maybe it is. But it's like, do you remember when you were little and you used to go around to like your mum and dad's 
mates' houses and like you'd fancy like their sons and stuff or their daughters. It's kind of like that vibe, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, they're I was still very when young, I was aren't like they? twelve or something. Still young, and I think if you split up with your husband and like you go out with someone new and you you bring someone else into the household, like you always want them obviously to get on, but, but you, you always you. you always run the risk of that this happening. Really, they're young and if they're attractive, you'd like. I just I just think it, it is as you say a risk, you know, that comes along with it, that territory. Um, Blending families together, but what 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 would you say? Who, from who? From the mum's perspective, would do you think? Well, can't she say to her to her mum? Um, I, I've got feelings for. <laughs> I've got feelings. Twenty year olds don't say that, babe. Well, yeah, but she doesn't want to say I'm shagging him, does she? <laughs> Well, for me, it's really important that my daughter can have an open relationship with saying. me. So I kind of... Well, hopefully she's got that relationship where she can go, I I've got, a, you know, I quite like the son. Well, if she's not snogging your new girlfriend's son one day. What do you mean? That's the same thing. What the... Oh, my... <laughs> yeah, but I'm not split up with you. Yeah, I know. But if you did, that would be the thing, wouldn't it? Oh, Tommy, that's a long way down the line. <laughs> We're supposed to be doing other people, like helping other people. <laughs> a long way down I the line. I think she should tell her mum. She she should say to her mum, look, is it serious with, what's his name? Yeah, I don't think he's got a name at the moment. <clears throat> is it serious because... Hunk. Hunk. Um, because me and his son, Hunk, Hunk Jr. <laughs> are um, really getting on. Yeah, I think I think be honest in this situation. If it's you know, if it's a if it's a one time thing, then don't <laughs> lie. I just think this must happen a lot. You know, when families get together and get introduced to, you know, sons and daughters. You, you know, this is bound to happen. Uh, hi, Abby and Pete. I uh, love the pod. Abs, you are my style icon. Your relationship is the ultimate goal. Uh, I've been in a situationship for four years. Situations, yeah. A situationship. What's a situationship? Well, I think we're about to find I out. I love that word. A situationship. You for got about my attention with that. You put it in inverted commas as well. Situationship. Um, I've just turned twenty-five and I'm starting to really worry about my future. The guy in said situationship refuses to discuss the future. Calls call me his girlfriend or have me anywhere near his friends and family, but often tells me he loves me. Bullshit. Another guy from work has started taking a big interest and is talking about all the things I want in the future and how he wants a chance to give me all the things I want. Should I give guy one an ultimatum or accept that it's never going to happen and try with guy two? So I think that's a million red flags right there. If they can't introduce you to friends and family, they don't want to call you your girlfriend. Four years is a long time. Four years is such I think a long you'd, time. As a girl, you'd probably expect... Girlfriend introductions now after four yeah, but years. Pete, like we met each other's families after like weeks. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it's a long time to go. And don't get me wrong, I'm not like every girlfriend you go out with or everyone you meet on a Saturday night, I wouldn't be rushing to introduce them to your family. But after four years, bloody hell. It's a long time, isn't it? Mm. I think even I don't know, she's the friends I don't I don't get. Surely you gotta meet the friends. I don't think you have to meet family, but like friends, like what you do on a Saturday, like, you've got to know the person that you're getting involved with. But it depends, doesn't it? If you're, if you're like, a close-knit family like I am, then 
it would be unusual for you to not be involved in that considering like I hang around with my brothers and sister and you know that would be so weird looking at this from a different angle what if it's friends of Bellens and he doesn't like his family <laughs> and he actually really likes her that's, that's just not men, what aren't, if he thinks men like... aren't complex enough to even think of that they're not complex enough <laughs> I just did, no, my man. <laughs> no, but I mean, he doesn't. He doesn't want. He's he's got another girlfriend. Yeah, but that's what you, that's where you're going with it, right? But from a man's perspective, he might genuinely yeah, yeah, be a little bit embarrassed about, you know, he might be race day Jack. He could be pretending to be someone because he really likes her, and 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 he doesn't want her to find out. That well, that's no basis for that's no basis for a relationship anyway. Yeah, but well, either, what I'm like, saying it's not worth giving up and saying, oh, he's a cheat. He's a liar. When actually, he might be, it might be an issue on his side. Yeah, but that doesn't explain. I'm not going to call you my girlfriend, does it? No. So he is a liar and a cheat. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Ultimatum. Go, go out with guy too. <laughs> Definitely. Hi Ab. Please help. I literally feel like I'm losing the plot. My boyfriend of five and a half years broke up with me on Christmas Eve because we argued too much. Honestly, the arguments were petty. I nag because the house is a mess and stuff like that. And the point is, I turned 30 last week and, and I'm sort of having a meltdown. I've downloaded Hinge and Tinder, etc. But I don't fancy anyone. And it doesn't help that my ex is a six foot two supermodel. Doesn't drink. <clears throat> he's family orientated and he's just all round ideal. And I don't fancy anyone else. I swear I'm going to be alone with my five dogs. I don't get much I don't get out much either as most of my friends have settled down and I work from home. I've got an amazing job, I've bought my own house, I have a lovely car, so I should be grateful. But it's hard to see that at the moment because I'm heartbroken. Please help. I worry about this for you. If we what? split up. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, six you just said you're never splitting up with me, like the, the previous question. I oh, know, but I just think if we split up, you'd you you struggle. Because the benchmark's been set. <laughs> Do you know what, babe? You're not wrong there. I'll agree with you on that one. <clears throat> Obviously, I'm joking there. I don't think... Um, she's finding it difficult because she still seems to have loved. The thing is, she's still in love. She sounds to me like she's still in love, so she can't move on. And that this is just proof that, you know, nice house, nice cars don't make you entirely happy. You know, if your home isn't filled with love and you're not red and dirty <laughs> with your love sitting next to you. Nothing else but matters. also, it means those trivial arguments about yeah you know, Mother's Day and, that, and 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 the house being messy, they build up and they, things can ha you know things can happen. You know what I mean, if you want to leave Pete, you know where the door is. <laughs> it's there. Just, just a warning. <laughs> Don't dare warn me. I'll warn you. You'll never, you'd never get as good as me. No chance. Likewise. True. And and you'd be alone with your five dogs. Well, not for long. I'd, I'd, I'd actually prefer having five dogs than you. <laughs> That's the one thing I would have. I'd have more pets. More pets. You'd be a sad dog woman. Um, don't don't offend our dog fans. Yeah, but five's a bit much, isn't it? Depends. Uh, anyway, so what does she do? She's struggling. Um, no one compares to her, to, to her ex. Can't Bella. she get back in touch with them? I think maybe you reach out, no? Yeah. It's obvious that this guy is... The one. Is the one. It's, it feels that way. But that's the thing, there's nothing harder than like a one-way love, is there? No. No, I agree. I agree with it's that. It's like the biggest 
like heartbreak if if because you can't make someone love you. I can make you love me. <laughs> Who songs that? <laughs> Don't know. Uh, no, so I, I think try and reach out and maybe say, do you know what? Uh, I think we should put these petty differences behind and and give it a go. Yeah, but he might have used that as an excuse to get rid. Mm. It's difficult mm. when you don't know all the background. What, how do you boys dump people? Slow ghost. Stop texting back. <laughs> ghost? I think, do you ghost people? I think ghost's the, probably the man the man way about it, isn't it? Yeah. Ghost? Yeah, just, just oh my cut, God. cut all ties. If you ghosted me, I'd literally turn over your house. The fucking There's no way I could ghost you unless I moved to like this. I'd have to move to like the, the the Nairobi or something. You'd have to pretend to be dead forever. <laughs> I do what that fella did. Yeah. No, um, ghosting's <laughs> awful because you. There's nothing worse than someone not replying. It makes you so angry. Mm. Mm. I suppose it's the wondering, isn't it? Like, where is he? Who's but like, I think it'd be slightly different now. We've got four kids and like we've been married and stuff. If I just ghosted you, now, <laughs> <laughs> if I just ghosted you now. I think I'm. Be a bit out of order. <laughs> imagine you ghosted me now. <laughs> but imagine, seriously, if I just you ghosted, ghosted me you. In, when you were in Cheltenham last week? No. You if literally I literally did. If I literally just went out, right, and gone. People do that. All right, next question. I, I absolutely love your podcast. They get me through a journey to and from work. It's like waiting for the next episode of your favourite series when I finish it the day it comes out and I have to wait a week for the new one. I laugh out loud every time. You guys are amazing. Very nice, very nice. Um, I have two little boys, a seven-year-old and a four-year-old, and they just don't seem to get on. Oh. They play nicely for a maximum of 30 minutes if we're lucky. Then we have to separate them before one of them scratches or punches. Or throw something at the other. I don't fancy being referee anymore. Do your kids get on? And when they don't, uh, do you help them to be mates? I tell them they're lucky to have siblings, but they don't want to listen. What are we doing so wrong? I must add, they are angels at childcare, but they're separated. Or <laughs> when we go out of the house together, you can guarantee there'll be absolute war. Any advice for this mum who's wondering how she gave birth to two enemies? Oh. Anita. I'd probably put one up for adoption. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. This is a really difficult one, it isn't is it? Difficult... Because they're obviously great kids. You love them yeah. dearly, but they just don't don't get on. Well, <clears throat> just because you're siblings, you're expected to get on. Like, luckily, our, our kids do get on. But they have the moments, don't they? I, I think all kids have their moments. And I, th I think that having... You know, Sophia and Lib don't really argue that much because there's a big gap. But the three little ones, we had like three under five at one stage. Mm. And Lib, just her nature is really like loving and mothering. So she was always very, very kind to Johnny. To the little ones. And it then, could be annoying for her. Yeah. Yeah. And then obviously Jack was the baby, so didn't really play with them. But now Jack's Jack's three now and he, Johnny's five and they're playing together. God, they'll be playing lovely. And then all of a sudden they'll just kill each other. Yeah. And you literally have to pry them apart. Um, so I think it's normal. And yeah. I, I think, you know, there's so many different stages of relation how relationships go in in a kid's life. Like, you know, I was 12 years older than my brother, yeah. little brother and sister, and now we hang around together. And, we, you know, I didn't have, you know, what we were talking about it the other day. Like, I had a very different relationship with Ellie and John growing up than I had with, than Ellie and John had together or me and Sean had together because they were 
babies at the same time and grew up together. But now you're older, you have an amazing relationship with the younger ones. Yeah. Because you've sort of caught up almost. Yeah. In a weird way. But I, I think it's to- totally natural for siblings to fight. And especially if the two little boys, that's like a kind of normal boy thing to do. Everyone who I know has got two little boys that say they just roll around wrestling all the time. Yeah. And it does happen in and ours. It ends in tears, yeah. I think we're quite lucky in the fact that those three... Like, I think having difficult... Lib as the referee is quite yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. But what's different in our dynamic is that Sophia now is sort of out and she's almost into a teenager stage. She's not a teen yet, but she feels like she is and she hasn't got sort of the time for the little ones. And no. the little ones don't want to do what she's doing so feels like she's sort of separated and you've got the three little ones yeah they're, but they're is, a good little pack aren't but as long as we make sure as parents that we constant you know we do things with sophia and we do things with the little ones as but well. we do and we try like, and individualize it a bit i think because the little ones get on so well together and play together and entertain each other a lot of the focus is always on sophia like she has her swimming <laughs> she has her friend around like if she wants to do one-on-one things with me. I always do it with her. Yeah, but I think that's, that's important. That's no, I'm it's saying. so important. We do that. Because like, she hasn't got that same bond. They're like that together, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, they are. They are. But I think the boys, I think that... Like, the hopefully... bond's not the word. It's kind of interests. <clears throat> she hasn't got the same interests. Like they're still playing with toys and mm. playing little games and making dens. And she's like, no, I want to put my uh, lip gloss on and mm. do a TikTok <laughs> in the mirror. TikTok. Do a TikTok. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, but I think I think we hopefully hopefully this is a phase, and um, you know they, they probably will when they become a bit older. Actually, oh, they'll love each they'll other. They'll look after each other. They'll look out for each other. Yeah, like, having a brother that similar in age, they like, will in battle. a few years. It'll be great. They'll be best friends. Yeah, they will be. So Anita, I just think stick with it. Mm. And but it is hard for a mom because you think, oh. When you see them being so mean, like kids can be so mean. And when they're being so like vile to each other, you're like, oh my God. Four and seven are difficult ages anyway, aren't they? Mm. Can be. Yeah. If they're both boys. Mm. Um, Just stick with it, Anita. Hang in there. I'm sure they'll be persuaded. All right. Well, I enjoyed today. It's nice going down memory lane, taking us back to Liverpool. Some of your phrases are funny. You know, the people are great. Um, I married one. (laughs) So, you know what my feelings are. They must be good. They must be good. <laughs> yeah. They make them like that, it must be a good place. <laughs> oh, shut up. Yeah, why do I feel like you're taking the pee? It's the truth. The truth. Um. Yeah, so that's that's another week done. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed it. And um, <clears throat> please subscribe to us on Apple, Spotify, on our YouTube, on our website. And yeah, get more Crouch fun. That's it, yeah. <laughs> Clancy uh, Crouch fun. <laughs> yeah, it's the com, uh for lots more Crouch Clancy fun. <laughs> uh, the old baby. <laughs> <laughs>